Welcome to the Unapologetic Third Act Podcast, where we celebrate the age of possibilities and embrace the power of living on our own terms. I am your host, Lisa Owens, and I couldn't be more excited to embark on this journey of exploration, inspiration, and empowerment with you. We're here to challenge the notion in a world that often equates aging with limitations. The Unapologetic Third Act Podcast is a space where we redefine what it means to thrive in our wisdom years. It's a platform for sharing stories of resilience, reinvention, and pursuing passions that defy societal expectations. In each episode, we'll bring you thought-provoking interviews with remarkable individuals who have harnessed the power of their third act to make their mark on the world. From entrepreneurs to artists, adventurers to advocates, our guests will inspire you with their journeys, triumphs, and unwavering spirit. But this podcast is more than just stories. It's a call to action, an invitation to step into your unapologetic third act. We'll explore strategies, insights, and practical advice to help you unlock your true potential, find your passion, and navigate the unique challenges and opportunities of this stage of life. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered. The Unapologetic Third Act Podcast reminds you that your best days are still ahead. Welcome to another episode of the Unapologetic Third Act. I'm Lisa Owens, your host and producer. Today, we have a special guest, Dr. Christine Van Horn who's an author, teacher, and speaker, and has her own podcast called Timeless Truths. Dr. Chris has a bachelor's degree in health, a military master's degree, and a doctorate in Christian theology. She's been a certified emergency manager for over 30 years. Her focus today is teaching about good character, foundational values, life skills, and biblical principles. Dr. Chris, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate being on here uh, with you today. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you. So, um, well, let's just start with your first act. Um, you began, began your career as an x-ray technician, nuclear medicine technologist, and a radiation therapist. Can you share some of the key moments or experiences from this phase of your life that laid the foundation for what was to come? It, it really does. Uh, when I graduated high school, I had a different career path before me, and it just was not working out the way it should. And I had an opportunity to go into the medical profession, and I listened to my dad. And yeah. you know, our parents are wise. <laughs> and we you don't realize that later, so. the how wise they are. <laughs> That's right. I didn't know it at the time. But he told me to take this opportunity give it six months and see if I liked it. And it changed the course of my life. Mm. So I went into x-ray school and then I continued on with nuclear medicine and radiation therapy. And I thought that was going to be my career. And it, it was for, you know, like about seven or eight years and then yeah. things changed. And I ended up in a second act that I wasn't <laughs> planning on. <laughs> well, that's fine. And you said your second act took an unexpected turn when you took a temporary position at a government research lab. Um, so that was late seventies. So that position transitioned into a 20 year career and eventually into the world of emergency management. Tell us about that whole transformative <laughs> period and the skills you required, acquired there. Yeah, it did. It was very unexpected. And I guess a word of wisdom for all of your listeners is pay attention to these unexpected things. And, you know, they may turn into something that you didn't plan on. Mm -hmm. And so this didn't either. So I had moved to a different area and I was offered a temporary position as an x-ray tech in an occupational medicine department at a government research laboratory that was uh, managed by the U.S. Department of Energy. And it lasted 20 years. <laughs> I, it was very unexpected. But once again, when this opportunity came up, I turned to my dad and I said, what should I do? And he gave me the same advice. 
which was tried for six months. months. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole new, completely different career path. And then I just stayed. And so I uh, really got into some things that I had never, ever planned on doing. And, and still, you know, all that radiation background that I had applied. It mm. worked really, really good at the government research laboratory. They did do some radiation work. And so it was helpful to me to, to have that as a background, but I stayed. And then they put me through college and gave me different positions. And I was able to really just go from position to position and then really became, you know, an emergency manager. And you know, starting as an x-ray tech, I never thought my career was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just was a totally different career path, uh, but, but I liked it. And everything that I had in my past was able to be built upon in, in the, you know, new pathway that I had. And then um, eventually over time, it continued and transitioned. And I ended up working as an emergency manager on the federal side, because the mm -hmm. US Department of Energy manages uh, government research laboratories in this country. And so I switched to the uh, federal side. And then I worked as an emergency manager for another 22 years. So you know, what began as a temporary, just a few month um, stint <laughs> became 42 years as an emergency manager. And wow. that was never in my plan, but I, I just rolled with it. And, you know, we, we all get opportunities that come our way and we should never be afraid to do them. Yeah. Um, I can think of a couple I turned down that I wish I had <laughs> tried for six months just to see if it was a fit for me, but that's, yeah. That's awesome story. And, and it, it just, you know, it's just, it's a good word of wisdom for all of your listeners. If really something unusual comes yeah. your way, don't have a fear about it. You know, you could pray about it. You could talk to somebody who's got wisdom about it and, and then try it. You can always go back to what you were doing before. Absolutely. You always can, uh, but you just don't know where anything is going to lead you to. Yeah. So I did that for 22 years and then I left federal service uh, almost um, two years ago, actually, but I never liked the word retired and I still don't use it. I say I left federal service, but in preparing for it, I started trying to think, what do I want to do? Yeah. Well, I actually had a third act. <laughs> so I, lo I love your podcast. That's what I'm all about is talking <laughs> to people who have created their third act and, you know, not just the tra traditional notion of retirement. So tell us about your third act. Dr. Absolutely. Chris. And it has nothing to do with x-ray tech or nuclear medicine tech or emergency manager. Although I draw on my experience as an emergency manager for what I am really doing now. So it, my third act is I'm an author, teacher, speaker, and podcaster. And so that's how you and I have connected through yep. the podcasting yes. world. And, you know, you mentioned my podcast is called Timeless Truths. Mm -hmm. And that actually came from the last book that I wrote. I have six published books, but the last one is called Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times. Mm. So I, I really am focusing with my emergency management background and my Christian theology background and, and 
gathering a lot of the wisdom from my dad. I owe so much of this to my dad because he was very wise and he always taught me to really think things through. So what I really did is he lived with me for the last nine months of his life. And when he passed, I felt like not only did I lose my good friend and my dad, but I lost his wisdom. And he really taught me so many things. So I learned to look back. You know, what was it like in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation? What do we see today? Mm-hmm. And so that Delta difference is what I really am focusing on. How can we bring back some of those timeless truths, some of that wisdom into today for the for the younger people? And that really has become the focus of what I'm really doing in my third act. Well, that's incredibly interesting. I don't have any young people in my life, so I can't even ima- imagine the challenges right now. Like you said, there's such a gap between the way our parents and grandparents mm-hmm. grew up and what we were also raised with. So I, I think that's an amazing area that you're focusing on. You know, I have three children, but they're all older. And, yeah. you know, I didn't know this when I was young. You know, it's now that I'm looking back and I'm, I'm, and again, through the lens of my dad, he taught me so much, yeah. you know, what did, what did they have and what are we seeing today? And that, that difference is, is where my focus really is. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Chris, why, why is your third act unapologetic? Like how to tell us how that term resonates with you and just how it reflects, you know, the boldness in pursuing, pursuing your passions. It's, it resonates incredibly with me because my family doesn't understand what I'm doing. They knew me, you know, 42 years, I was an emergency manager. It's like, why are you not doing this now? You could consult, you could do these other things you're doing. What? You know, it's, it's just like, really? But this is where my heart is. I, you know, it's where my heart is. This is where I want to to have, you know, this is what I want to do going, going forward. And the people that I used to work with, um, I was a manager and I had a number of people under me and they're like, you're doing what? But I'm unapologetic about it. This is where my heart is. This is where I feel like I am called to be right now. So for your listeners, I want to encourage you if in your third act, you're doing something that your family is not like hundred percent supportive of, do not let that deter you. <laughs> Do not let it deter you. It's just something different. And they know you as one thing. And all of a sudden you're doing something different and, and they may have a little trouble adjusting to it, but don't let that be, you know, a deterrence for, for where your heart is at. Excellent advice. And I got goosebumps when you were talking about it. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So perfect. So, it's exactly what, what this movement that I'm trying tr- creating here is about. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so we've talked about how your third act has now become a reality. So let's just go back a little bit. You, you've talked about having an early interest in speaking and, and writing and your dedication to education and re- religious studies. So like, what advice would you give to those who are uncertain about where their journey might take them? You know? Yes, um, I, I think I want to you know give some guidance maybe to those who are thinking about having a future act. So an example might be moms. So their first act is raising their families and taking care of their children. And then their children grow up and they go off to work and they have a job. And so they go and they do that. And then um, when that's coming to a close, they're going to want to do something. 
mm-hmm. because I think it's healthy that we all continue to go do something else after you leave your your permanent, you know, full-time yeah, job or so. Job. Yeah, it, it, we need to. So um, I've got a couple of, of points if I could just kind of sure. make for some okay. guidance. And, and the first is start thinking ahead. So if you know that you are in this transition and your first and second careers or acts are coming to a close and you want to do something, that's your third act. Mm -hmm. So long before you get there, start thinking about it and make a list of things that you like to do or you're good at. Now, I want to tell you, I didn't do this. This is me now looking back. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Like, yeah. Looking back on the, the guidance your father gave you. And yes. Doing the same thing for us. <laughs> it, it is. So, uh, you know, I'll tell you how this happened for me afterwards. But um, so, you know, look, you know, think about you're, you're going to do this. So ahead of time, do that. Make a list of things that you like or are good at. And then analyze your past to see things that you might have in place already. I have things in place that I did not realize. And I'm really big on journaling. Mm. Uh, Keep a journal because, you know, as you listen to things like this podcast, or it might be a radio program or something you hear on TV or something, you you know, when you're in prayer, something is going to come maybe to you keep a journal and write those thoughts down with what the thought in mind is what is your third act going to be? You know, what do I do after I leave my position at work? Yeah. And then start moving in that direction. Even if your family and friends don't understand Uh, my, my husband did, and he was really supportive, but he passed four years ago. And since he you know, is, is not with me. I don't have that particular support and my family has their, their own lives and their own kids. And there's so many things going on. So I can't expect them to give me the time. Like, like my husband did. And a lot of my friends knew me as this emergency manager. And they're like, you're doing what (laughs) they're, they're just not supportive there. So it's nice that, you know, we have our own groups, like you and I are connected. Like I want to create community for people who are in that situation where maybe their family doesn't get it or they're trying to do something that's maybe radically different than than the career they had for a long time but I want like-minded people in the in the yes. community. Yeah. Yes, and so yeah, we can encourage each other and brainstorm ideas and that's another thing that that really people could do is just you know are there people that they can you know talk to that right. are like-minded um and then another one is don't tell anyone if you don't want to. So if you don't have a circle of friends and I I made that mistake uh, early on and I started telling my family, Hey, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I was excited. And they're I, it was not met with the same enthusiasm. And again, it's because they know you as one thing. And all of a sudden you're maybe trying to do something very different. I was, this was different. and and I I love my family and I certainly have had things where I was excited and they just like joining the military when I was 35, they just couldn't understand. But so I always think you have your family and you have your family of choice. So you can just, Oh, that's good. With the people who you choose to bring into your own, your family. That is, that is really good. I have to remember that term. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Um, And then uh, start getting things in place beforehand. So there might be groups, you know, you can join or 
friends that you can find that are like-minded mm-hmm. you know, or just take a course. You yeah. know, maybe you don't have good enough computer skills for writing a book and maybe say writing a book is what you really see in your future, but you don't know how take a course, learn how to use different computer programs. You know, there's so many things that you can do that are for free, you mm-hmm. know, just even looking on YouTube or finding an author's group, yeah. go listening, go to the library and listen to an author talk about their books, something where you can get involved that puts you in the right thought process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's things like that you can do. And then as you start planning all of this, you're going to be really surprised where things take you. I had no intention of podcasting, none whatsoever. I was an author. And then it was just an unusual direction where I was uh, invited into something called the National Publicity Summit. And so mm-hmm. I thought, okay, publicizing my books, this is a good idea. I should learn how to do it. And it opened to me the podcast world. And I found the people that wanted to interview me were podcasters. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of podcast interviews. And then I had an opportunity to start one of my own. And and so I did. But had I not had that step of being on podcasts, I never would have started one of my own. Uh, But I did. Yep. And that's and then, how we know each other. We <laughs> that's how we know each other. And it's good. And we're, we're here for each other and uh, are, are connected to encourage each other and help each other with, you know, technical things. Sometimes you just don't know how to do everything. Uh, you know, we can learn from each other. So as an example, I'm not great at Zoom, but I can learn from you. Right. So you've, you've helped me with my podcast. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great relationship because, you know, in our in our core four, the four of us who have created our own little cohort, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great supportive environment. And just it fills some of those gaps you've just been talking about. So you've got like-minded people with a common goal support. It, it is. And so th- those are all things. If you, if you get those opportunities, <clears throat> even, you know, way beforehand, just do it. And then um, don't be afraid to step out into something new because there are opportunities that are coming your way. And so for me, even when I started writing, that was new and podcasting was new. And a year ago, I didn't know what a podcast was, if you had asked me. (laughs) And now I'm producing an episode a week and and I'm on podcasts as guests like you. And and it's amazing. And, And just a final word of encouragement, just do it. You know, don't don't worry about, well, my family isn't supportive or they aren't there for me follow what's on your heart and just do these things. You, you know, you can do those in your free time, just do some research online or just start <laughs> looking around at stuff and, um, and just do it. I love that. I love everything you said. So Dr. Cross, your story is a testament to the idea that it's always possible to follow your passions and embrace a new act in life. And I appreciate your valuable insights and the guidance you've offered to the listeners. Um, before we conclude, do you have any final thoughts or words of encouragement for those who might be on the cusp of their own unapologetic third act? Yeah, just um, just follow these things because my steps really just took me in pathways I didn't know. And I'm going to give you a quick example is I became an author. Well, I didn't plan to become an author. It's just that it really, when I look back on my life, it really began when I was young. I like to write. You know, I was one of those weird kids in school when the teachers would say, you have to write a term paper. And I'd get excited. (laughs) I get to write a term paper. (laughs) 
And, but you know what? That was that was my preparation for learning to be an author. I like yeah. to write. And so be aware of those kind of things in your life. So I like to write and I like to talk. And, and then, you know, I, I became a speaker on a scientific level, but I became a speaker. Mm-hmm. And then I had an opportunity to go to the U.S. Naval War College. I, I read that in your bio. Yeah. That's amazing. And you know, obviously that my, I have a military background, so we'll have to talk about that. We do. We do need to talk (laughs) about that. I wasn't in the military, but as a fed, I had an opportunity. And, and then I, you know, went to a Bible college and I got a doctorate degree and my doctoral dissertation, my, my advisor said, turn it into a book. And I'm like, what, turn it into a book, but that's how my writing began. Really, you know, I want to encourage all of you, look at the evolutions in your life and opportunities that that come your way. I really had no idea when I was younger that I would be an author, teacher, speaker. I got an online program. I mean, I didn't plan any of this, but I followed my heart and I followed the opportunities that came my way. And and I think I want to leave that as an encouragement to to all of your listeners. Thank you. So... Thank you, Dr. Chris, for joining us on the Unapologetic Third Act. It's been a pleasure having you as our guest, and we hope your story continues to inspire others to embrace their own Unapologetic Third Acts. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for more exciting, inspiring episodes to come. And now, dear listeners, as we wrap up another episode of the Unapologetic Third Act, I want to leave you with a call to action. If you've enjoyed this podcast and been inspired by the amazing stories we've shared, I have a bold request. Go ahead and give us a roaring five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. And don't stop there. Share this podcast with everyone you know, like, and love who needs to hear these messages of resilience, transformation, and the unapologetic pursuit of passion. Remember, life is too short for apologies, so live unapologetically. Embrace your passions, take bold steps towards your unapologetic third act, and don't be afraid to make your mark on the world. The only permission you need is your own. Thank you for being a fierce and fearless listener. Until next time, stay unapologetic and keep on writing the incredible story of your life. You've got this. Thanks again, Dr. Chris, for being on today. And that concludes another inspiring episode of the Unapologetic Third Act podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey of celebrating life after 50 and embracing the power of our wisdom years. I genuinely appreciate you. We hope that today's episode has left you feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to embrace your unapologetic third act. Remember, age is not a barrier to living a vibrant, purposeful life. You can shape your narrative and create a future filled with endless possibilities. If you love what you've heard, please leave me a five-star review on your favorite platform and share it with everyone you know, like, or love who needs to listen to this message. I am Lisa Owens.